What are the reasonable perspectives that we have set as the markers of our lives, yet are not necessarily biblical? What boat of reasonableness do you have bobbing on the shore as you tiptoe your way into enemy territory? Parents, do you pray reasonable prayers over your children? I remember a time a couple of summers ago, I was at the SOAR conference with our church, and one of our students in our ministry won a scholarship to go on a mission trip. And so I told him and his parents that he had won a six-month mission trip to Cambodia. And I just told him that as a joke. And his dad said to me, we'll make sure that he has all of his shots up to date. That was an unreasonable perspective, but a godly one. A reasonable perspective would say, too dangerous. You're not skilled for that. Someone else will have to do it. You would have to learn another language. It's just too difficult. The ways of your life are not to be dependent upon the wisdom of the world. The culture can pull the church for a long ride when no one is reading their Bible or thinking critically about God's Word, all the way until that ride ends up stuck in the mire and the filth of this world. And then you look around and you say, how did I get here? Well, you get there by speaking well of Christ with your lips but your heart's being very far away from Him. So what do you do when those thoughts that are God's thoughts are revealed clearly in Scripture and they are perceived by the watching world not as deep and rich and right, but as foolish and juvenile and out of step, out of touch, antiquated, chauvinistic, sexist, too restrictive? Well, I know what we would all say. We would all say that we go with God's Word every time. And that's easy to say, especially when it comes to handing out advice about what others should do. But we seem to have trouble living it for ourselves. For instance, what about when your son brings home a girl who is not a believer, but she's sweet and kind and seems to genuinely care for your son? Are you going to tell him that he's headed down a dangerous path? Or what about when it comes to your own marriage and you're just tired of the bickering and the nagging? Are you going to just throw in the towel? Or when it comes to the roles of husbands and wives within the family relationship? Or what about when it comes to your children's education and the type of education they should receive as Christians? Or to financial generosity to the church, or sexuality, or holiness? God speaks clearly to all of these areas, and yet, when they are trusted and followed and obeyed, they absolutely put the diligent Christian on the fringes of society and we become the outcast, the ignorant, the intolerable. Are we willing to be so bold then? Are we willing to base our lives upon biblical truth, clear gospel teaching, when it may cost us social equity? We must do more than esteem the Word of God. We must learn it, love it, and live it out. As we study Ruth chapter 1, we see that Ruth trusted the promise of refuge under God's wings more than Naomi's seemingly reasonable perspective of life. Life with God, even if it meant life without a husband, was better than life with a husband, but no Yahweh. When you pray today, please remember Dasuke Okada and his family are missionaries in Japan. And also, remember the Romanian Life Word broadcast that's heard in Romania.